Welcome to the Happy Mouth Podcast, your delicious daily news fix for the hospitality community. We will be offering a craveable menu of headlines, food for thought, and much, much more. These are the bite-sized news stories you need to know, and they'll drop every morning, Monday through Friday. Hello, world, and welcome back to the Happy Mouth Podcast, your delicious daily news fix for the hospitality community. Today is Monday. It's another one. It's another. Yeah, we did it. We made it through another weekend and we're still alive. Yes. Here we go. How's your weekend? You have, did you have a nice one? I did have a nice weekend. Good. How about yourself? I did. Busy one. Uh, we are launching some ventures over here in Los Angeles at my company. So we had, I saw you last week at one of my launches. Thanks for coming. We yeah, opened course. an art gallery attached to my restaurant in Westwood, Fellow. That was fun. Aisha came out, hung out with a few friends, and partook in some art and some wine. Noticed uh, our wine director pouring you a couple glasses of wine that night. Yeah, that was uh, a a new venture during the week. (laughs) There's just a lot of stuff going on in LA. Big time. Yeah, I went to probably like five dinners last week. There was the uh, opening of Girl and the Goat downtown, which was amazing. Congrats to Stephanie Izard. We got to get her on the pod. And Kevin Baum. Congrats yes. at the, to all the guys at Boca. To yes. made, they're, they're great guys. I mean, oh, it was great. Love that company. Yeah. yeah. A restaurant called Amari. I don't know if you've heard of it. I have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's been a labor of about 24 months that one. I got introduced yeah. to that space in Brentwood about two years ago, and it was still operating as a uh, restaurant called Nagao. This guy, this amazing old man who turned 80 uh, while we were negotiating the deal. Um, opened the restaurant about 24 years ago in Brentwood. Wow. Yeah. He opened it in 1997 and operated it pretty much by himself. And this is the amazing thing. The same staff. He had the same guys and they were all all guys uh, working for him in the back of house. In front of house, obviously, mixed gender. But yeah, back of house, all, all gentlemen. And all six of them worked for him for over 20 years. Wow. Same team. Wow. Yeah. So it goes to tell you, you know, kind of goes to show you that if you, you know, you take care of people and do it the right way, people will, people will be with you. Yeah. But yeah, I took this space over, bought it, bought the business from him and we've been reconcepting and rebuilding it. And um, yeah, it's about to open. Had a family and friends. Naisha came. It was great. And good, good response. And people yeah. seem to be liking the idea. It's an authentic Japanese restaurant. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's one of many things in Los Angeles that's opening kind of around the same time. Oh my gosh. It's like energy is robust out there in the world. I also attended the uh, Hold the Standard Leadership Summit. Yes, yes, yes. That's a conference in Venice. Logan, right? Yeah. Logan Gelbrick. He wrote a book called Going Right and Mm. um, owns the gym Deuce where we work out. Just an amazing culture there. Amazing human. I have the most engaging conversations with him and... um, yeah, got some great info over the weekend that I applied to my life. Life application information. Yes. Always nice to get. Yes. Always yes. nice to get. Growth mindset. Learn all the things. Yeah, we got LA. I mean, obviously a lot of things happening, but we got thrown a little bit of a curveball by a LA County health department. Yes. Talking a little bit about putting masks back on inside. So as of this past Saturday, um, when you're inside in LA, and I don't know how many other counties nationally are being affected by this, but LA County absolutely is uh, launching this there. You have to wear a mask inside. Uh, vaccinated or not. Yeah. It doesn't matter what state you're in, in terms of vaccination, you have to have it on inside. Yeah. Just with the increases in this, uh, in cases due to the Delta variant, 
they just decided that it was necessary. So I, I'm, I'm in, I'm in support. I think anything we can do to stem the tide of this terrible virus doing any more damage, let's do it. And it sort of goes along this line of the states and the counties, you know, with some of the federal funding, like the PPP and the RRF kind of drying up and they're not really being a pathway forward on the federal side. States are starting to, and, and counties for that matter, are starting to look at implementing their own initiatives and uh, putting programs in place, both from a financing perspective and from a, a legislative perspective in terms of things like masks uh, into the market. So we're, you know, we're looking at that and we're going to be chatting about alternative sources to the Restaurant Revitalization Fund. If you haven't already listened to that episode, go, go back, go on to Spotify, go on to Apple, go on to Stitcher, wherever you go. And it was on July 12th we talked about. Oh, the, that was a good day. It was a nice day. We talked about the RF the most recently on that day. And now we're going to talk a bit more about it today. In the absence of the federal funding, certain states have started to help their restaurants, which is amazing. It is. Yes. Today, we're going to be covering three of those states that have done a great job in supporting businesses. So as we covered uh, this past week, the SBA did shut down the RRF on July 14th, um, at least the portal. Now, there is a bill in Congress sitting at Congress now. Uh, that will essentially refill the RRF. It has not passed. Um, it has not been made into law. And there is a rally actually on Monday that is in support of refilling the RRF. So if you're not familiar, take a look. And there are ways to get involved in that, emailing Congress, emailing your uh, local politicians, and just getting involved. So please take a look at that. We'll share it in the show notes. But that is an initiative that I think we should all be fighting for as hard as we can. As you all know, and we've talked about a few times on this podcast, about 265,000 applicants to the RRF did not receive any money or funding. I guess the National Restaurant Association asked governors, mayors, and other state officials to launch a state-based funding. The association has even put together a 12-step state and local sort of blueprint for rebuilding. That's super valuable. I mean, you know, organizations like the uh, NRA do and that's not the not the guns. That's <laughs> this is the National Restaurant Association who lobbies on behalf of all restaurateurs uh, nationally and have been instrumental in getting some of this legislation across the line um, in support of restaurants in a national sense. And they've gone back now and started to talk to state and local governments around the best ways to kind of build infrastructure in your own locality, which is great and smart. Some states have already answered this call to action, and the first one we'll be talking about today is New York State. So as we've seen over the past year or so, New York especially, New York City really has suffered with COVID. And seeing the images of New York over the last last year really uh, was the epicenter, and we saw really deal with the spread of COVID. Mm. It was unrelenting. Sure was. New York, I mean, New York took it on the chin, especially early on. I mean, they were the hardest hit. I mean, such a dense city. Totally. People, so many people living close to each other, just totally. the perfect breeding ground for something like COVID to take hold. Just seeing those images of the streets bare and oh. people being like legitimately locked down, it, it was unlike anything I'd ever seen. I mean, New York is really known for that energy and yeah. the dense streets, you know, and yeah, so they were really the first to kind of um, be hit the hardest in that epicenter. In April, state legislature passed the 2021-2020 budget for 
$212 billion. As part of that budget, $25 million is dedicated to the New York Restaurant Resiliency Grant Program. And this program grants funds to restaurants that give meals to underrepresented communities. Wow. Which is a, yeah, which is a great initiative. Beautiful. Um, <laughs> should we pay some bills here? Yeah, let's do it. Having trouble staffing up? You're not alone. Our industry is facing an unprecedented labor shortage, and tech will play a central role in solving this problem. Yelp Kiosk was built in 2018 for restaurants who couldn't afford to pay a dedicated host. In 2021, Yelp Kiosk is supporting restaurants that want to do more with less. By adding Kiosk, your host is no longer trapped behind the host stand, enabling them to assist in all front of house operations. Learn about how Kiosk can help your restaurant at restaurants.yelp.com slash kiosk. In addition to the $25 million, the budget also allocates up to $35 million for the Restaurant Return to Work Tax Credit through 2021. This is for restaurants that lost at least 40% of their revenue. They can apply to receive a $5,000 tax credit for each worker that they rehire. Businesses can apply for 10 workers rehired, and that's a maximum of $50,000 of tax credit. A lot of restaurant workers, especially in New York, haven't returned to their old jobs. So this is a great incentive for restaurants to attempt to bring them back. New York isn't the only state that has passed uh, COVID aid bills. At the end of June, Governor Phil Murphy signed six bills that gave additional help to small businesses in New Jersey. One of those bills uh, includes a relief package for $30 million that's dedicated to bars and restaurants specifically. And $20 million is set aside for grants for restaurants and restaurant operators. Yeah, I'm starting to see some money flow into the space from these state and local governments, which is a great thing. Yeah. And it really has to happen. Absolutely. The other $10 million will be given to entities that purchased bulk restaurant meals for those in need. And those that bulk purchased meals can receive anywhere from 100000 to 2 million. Additionally, there is a fund for new restaurants, retailers, and other service providers that totals $25 million. This is to help restore storefronts that are empty as a result of COVID. Mm. Our final state has set aside the largest amount, and it actually may surprise you guys, it is Ohio, the glorious Ooh. Buckeye State. Woo! Yeah. Midwest. Well, they're setting aside $100 million for a restaurant grant fund. So the details are anyone from restaurants, bars, coffee shops, food trucks, cafeterias, and more can apply to receive grants of ten dollars to $30,000. Um, the amount that one of these establishments can receive will depend on their revenue loss. If you experienced a 10 to 30% revenue loss, you will receive $10,000. For a $20,000 grant, your business must have lost 30 to 50% of your total revenue. And if your business lost 51% or more, you will receive $30,000. Operators with at least one location in Ohio that has been open since December 1st of 19 can also apply for grants. The first 500000 of the fund will be allocated to eligible businesses in all of Ohio's 88 counties on a first-come, first-served basis. And then the remaining part will be granted on a first-come, first-served basis, regardless of location. 
The grants can be used to pay rent, utilities, buy protective equipment, and also for payroll. So it sounds like the states are stepping up. It's great to see. Also, the NRA did a nice job in terms of laying out this blueprint for states and municipalities to follow in terms of helping restaurants rebuild. There is going to be, I think, some news coming up this week around what's happening with the RRF. Uh, There is a considerable amount of discussion around that pot getting refilled at Congress. There's a bill there, like I said earlier. So let's keep an eye on that. And great job to these states and localities lighting up some funding for our beloved restaurant community. Love to see it. And that's all for our Bite Size News coverage today. You can find out more information on the Happy Mouth podcast at restaurants.yelp.com backslash happy mouth as well as happymouthpodcast.com or on Instagram at happymouthpodcast. And we thank you for joining us on this lovely Monday. Enjoy your day. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye.